0: Hello, everybody, and welcome. Welcome to the Agenda Podcast. I've been wanting to do this for a very, very long time. So just a brief introduction. Um, It's called the Agenda Podcast podcast because we're going to talk about a range of different things we're going to talk about investments entrepreneurship we're going to talk about dating and love and parenting and we're going to talk about everything i want to motivate you guys i want to inspire y'all i want to make y'all laugh i kind of want to make y'all cry i want y'all to feel me you know i'm going to get like real deep and personal because you know my truth might you know help you to do something Battering your life, like man, Lynette went through that, and she's still standing on her ten toes. I can do that shit too. So that's the goal. So I hope y'all enjoy it. But this is episode one, episode one of the Agenda podcast. So in this episode, I'm gonna talk about like, don't give up. That's what we gonna we gonna name this don't give up. Whatever you working on, whatever you trying to accomplish, whatever goals or things you're trying to see don't give up keep rocking at that shit don't give up so since we're talking about that let me just you know share my story about not giving up i'm not done yet but i'm gonna share my story so you know all my life i've been told that i was smart Everywhere I went, teachers, my mother, uh, my siblings, everybody that meet me to this day, they always told me, oh, you're so smart, you're so intelligent. So when you hear you smart and intelligent your whole entire life, and then what you what you do? You grow up and you do some dumb ass shit. So, you know, all my life, you know, 18 years old, right after high school, I get pregnant yep pretty sure I'm not the only one that can say that but you know 18 years old I got pregnant and I remember when I finally work up the courage to go and tell my mom so I went to her and I said mom I'm pregnant and the saddest look just came on her face like she didn't mad you know she didn't curse me out she didn't do none of that stuff she just looked at me and she said I'm just so disappointed because you have so much potential. You have such a great future in store. And now you 18, you pregnant. I just don't want your life to be my life. I don't want you to live the life that I lived and walked in my shoes. Like I always want it better for you because I can see it's in you. So she was like, just make me a promise. And I'm like, yeah, anything, mom. You know, she was just like... Make sure you finish and go get your degree because I know that's what you want. So growing up as a little girl, I was I didn't have that dream of, oh, I want to get married, have some babies. Hell no, no, that was not the plan. I always wanted to, I was like, I'm going to grow up. I'm going to drive my Ferrari. I'm going to live in my condo in downtown Chicago. I'm going to be this rich, successful person, traveling, rocking life out. And then eventually I knew marriage and kids was going to come, but that wasn't on my Priority. That wasn't the dream. That was like something that was going to happen, but it wasn't going to happen no time soon in my life. So that was my mindset. So, you know, 19 years old, I got a one year old kid and my mom died. You know, my mom died the worst, absolute worst day of my life. Still something that I'm dealing with, something that still bothers me to this day. But my mom died, so that help that I thought I had is gone. So, you know what? I had to grow up. Had to put my big girl panties on and grow up. I had a one-year-old baby. You know, Trey, who is 13 years old now, is completely the love of my life. And he's partially responsible for the woman that I am today. So in the back of my head through life, I always remember what my mom said, like, make me a promise. You're going to get your degree. You're going to get your degree. So, you know, let's fast forward just a little bit. So I end up getting married. So I got married. Oh Lord why but that's another episode that's that we're not talking about that on this episode but that's definitely another episode so I got married soon after I got married he came two more babies so now I am a mother of three so life wasn't going the way that I wanted it to go and you know that's another episode too but that's a, a real deep episode so while I was married You know, I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta make, I gotta finish my promise that I made to my mom. So I need to go back to school. So I applied for Fox College and this little hospitality, you know, program where I can get my associate's degree. And uh, so I did that. Why being married? Oh, like I said, that's a another episode we're not gonna go there but that was difficult but i finished it got my associate's degree in um december 2012 got my little associates in hospitality and tourism management but you know that wasn't enough and that also wasn't the promise you know that i made to my mom so At the age of 27 years old, you know, I made the decision that I wanted to make a change in my life. So on August 4th, 2014, I went to my husband and I told him I wanted a divorce. And oh, Lord. Now, that's a that's a. Oh, Jesus, that's another episode, but we're going to get to that, but not today because, oh, y'all don't know the half of what I've been through on why I wanted this divorce. But that's another episode we're talking about not giving up. We're not talking about Lynette's divorce decision right now. So, you know, 27 years old. Um, the same day that I told uh, my husband that I wanted a divorce, I had p- applied for um, to get my bachelor's degree like two weeks before that. Totally against what he wanted. So, you know, 27 years old, three kids. Now I'm single, single mother of three. So, you know, when you going on... Or a divorce it ain't pretty ain't happy you know it's not a good thing it's not peachy and creamy it's just like oh, okay let's walk away so I was going through some shit but I was just determined not to give up so while you know straight out of it he completely like abandoned abandoned me and the kids for a little while so i was just like you know what I'm not giving up I was an auditor for Hilton. I was working overnight. You know, I had it all planned out. I'm like, I'm going to go to school at night. I'm going to work at night. I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to take my babies to daycare slash school. And I'm going to go. So I applied for Roosevelt University. I'm like, I got to have something impressive to put on my resume. Um, resume. So, Roosevelt is considered like a prestige private um, university, which has an excellent hospitality program. So, I'm just like, and it's also expensive as hell. Let me tell y'all. So, I was just like, you know, I gotta rock this shit out. So, one no part time student for me. So, I, four classes off the back. So, I'm a full time student. I'm 27 years old, and I'm a single mother of three. So. Let me tell y'all the sleepless nights that I had, like it was so difficult. So now that I'm single, you know, I'm just an order at I'm not making no money, money for real, for real. So, you know, I'm on my own now. There is no more second income. There is no more hubby income. It's only Lynette income with the three kids trying to pay for school and shit. So I decided, you know what? I need some more money. I need more money so i'm like i need another job so i applied for actions for children so i work action for children part-time so y'all my life was hectic completely hectic i will work overnight full-time job 11 to 7 i will get up in the morning drive home send the babysitter where she was going on her way I would take my babies to daycare, take Trey to school. I would go drive back downtown to go to Roosevelt University. I'd be in class all day. I had it where I have to take all four classes that same day, you know, so I can only go twice a week. So at that time, I'm going to school Mondays and Wednesdays. Get up in the morning, you know, go to school. When I wasn't going to school on Mondays and Wednesdays, I was working at Action for Children's Tuesday, Thursdays, and Fridays. So I'm never, never getting no sleep. I can't tell y'all. It's only by God's grace and mercy that I am still here. I can't tell y'all the many times I've fallen asleep behind the wheel driving to work or driving to school like i barely slept barely slept at all so you know i had the two incomes and i'm just like i still need some more money like because i'm a very prideful person i do not like asking people for help if i ever have asked you for help that means i really really needed that shit. but i hate absolutely hate Asking people for help, so I was like, "Okay, I need another job." So I signed up for this company called um, Eritay. It's a staffing company where you know working concession stands at like the Bears games, you know, little concerts here and there. So I got three jobs. When I tell y'all, I never slept. I never slept. I remember one time it got to the point where everybody was just like, "You doing too much," but I just couldn't give up. To me, it was no compromising. There was no being a part-time student. There was no giving up my jobs. I had to take care of my babies. I had to take care of myself. I had bills, but I also had this drive that was just keeping me. And I wasn't just no, like, I don't believe in C's. I was an A and B student. And then, that shit was so hard. That was hard. I never slept. remember one time... Um, I was so exhausted And my best friend, Aisha She came over My doors are wide open Completely open It's completely dark in my house But I am passed out And all my doors are open The doors are open And she just, Lynette, Lynette To the point And she was just like Oh man, girl, you left the door open. She was like, "You can't, you can't just stay at home tonight. Just call off." No, wasn't no call off. No excuses. You know, I have, I was so exhausted, Deja. I had work irritated that whole day, and I had to go and work overnight, and. I still got up and went to work. I never called off work. I never missed a day of school. I never slacked. Now, I probably procrastinated on some papers, but I always got that shit turned in on time. But I was a single mother of three, three kids. I had a four-time job. I had two part-time jobs and I had an internship, but I was determined to finish. I had to finish. I could not give up. And on December 16th, 2016, your girl walked across that stage. I walked across that stage. That was the happiest day of my life because I put my heart and my soul into getting my degree. And as I walked across that stage, I just remembered the promise I made to my mom. And I was just like, I did it, mom. I did that shit. I completed that, like, and it was hard. It wasn't easy, but I didn't give up. And my motto was, you know, and I had people in my life that I would like to thank for because it wasn't for you guys. I... I don't know what i would have done so you know just some quick shout out so shout out to my sister my rock my twin my best friend my everything who was my constant motivator shout out to my twin sister javette she's the best shout out to my best friend maisha for every single thing for helping me throughout school and even though things are the way they are, but shout out to you, Jay. Like you there, you know, we don't got to go deep with it, but shout out to you as well. So, you know, so y'all just, you know, don't give up. So, and I'm just on a constant process. It's a, a constant journey and everything. So... You know, that's my story about how I didn't give up and I got my degree. So just, just fast forward. So now that I got my degree, I'm like, okay, I'm not working these, I'm not working these two, three jobs, no more. Like not doing this shit. i'm over it i was over overnight i'm like Fuck that shit. i'm not working overnight no more i'm done i'm over it like i'm not working overnight so i'm like i gotta look for another job i need to look for a job where i don't gotta work two of me i need one job so applied I I around then i started to get discouraged you know how many interviews i went on everybody telling me no countless interviews but i kept applying so i'm not gonna give up so i applied at this job at the sheridan now i applied for this job and it was i was making less money than what i'm making that i was making as an auditor so i'm just like ah don't really want to take this pay cut but i do want to get off working these nights like i'm like my body was completely exhausted like i could not do overnights no more i couldn't do it so I'm just like, um, I gotta get off these nights. I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna, after talking to a friend, I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take the pay cut. Fuck it. Take the pay cut, get a better schedule, get weekends off. So, you know, I took the biller position. I was like, okay, took a pay cut. So I'm there. I'm like, this is temporarily, Lynette. Temporarily. So after being at the Sheridan as a biller for two months. You know, one day I came in early for work and the ADOF at the time, she was just like, do you like doing this? Like, do you like your job? Like, I'm like, it's okay for now, temporarily, you know, me talking shit, temporarily, but it's okay for right now. She was just like, you only been here two months and you know everything. Like, she was like. You would think you've been here for years. Like, so like, you are so completely intelligent. Also, something I heard my whole life. So I'm just like, yeah, you know, I do what I do. I'm always, I'm always humble about everything. I'm like, yeah, you know, I do what I do, or whatever. So um, she was just like I got a position for you you know and i hope that you consider it hoping that you take it and she was just like um i know you know have you haven't been here long and it's always you know supposed to be here six months before you can you know get a promotion or anything like that but i really just feel like that this would be perfect for you so let me tell y'all this is another episode too but i'm gonna tell you about how when a company when they want you to do something, they will break policies and procedure. And it's such a contradiction that when you want that shit, oh, that's when they bring up policies and procedure. But that's another episode. we got going to say that for another day. But we're talking about this right now, about not giving up. So I was just like, you know, what's the position? She was like, I want you to be the, the accountant. I said, me? You know, my first, like, whoa, 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 me? So I'm just like, okay. She was like, it would be great for you. She's like, it's a lot of work, but I'm pretty sure you can handle it. She's like, you are so smart. You can handle it. So I'm like, okay, not really thinking too much into it. She was like, well, if you say yes, it's yours. And at that moment, I was like, okay, I'm going to think about it. So I came, went home. I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, you know what, Lynette, this is what we wanted, right? Right. So that was like, yeah. She was like, come in the next morning. I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to take the position. She's like, okay, great. She's like, go upstairs in HR and sign your offer letter. So I'm like, okay, cool. Let me tell y'all. When I saw the number <laughs> that was on this offer letter, I'm like, okay, yeah, bet. We can do that. That's cool. That's all me. Like, that's that's Lynette ship on the top of that offer letter. Okay, bet. Let me say this. Ha, hurry up. Somebody give me a pen. Let me say this shit right now. Like, I was so excited. So, just to think, just to think, if I thought that I was too good to take a pay cut, you know, And I never took that chance on taking a pay cut. Now, I took a pay cut. I only had to take that pay cut for two months because I got promoted. I got promoted. And, you know, so I was making way more. I think my salary, even from a night auditor, you know, I think my salary increased about between 15 to $17,000 just just off me just taking the risk and not giving up and being like okay I'm not gonna take this pay cut I'm just gonna look for something they're gonna pay me for what I deserve but I took that pay cut I took that chance and just to think if I didn't take that chance probably pro- I don't know what I'll be doing right now at this moment but I know I wouldn't be the accountant at the Sheridan Grand Chicago I know that so you know just don't give up Like, you know, I had so many times where I cried and I cried and I wanted to give up. And I was just like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And I, I talked to the people that was in my life at that time, and they just constantly mo you got this shit stop crying what you crying for you got this shit this what you wanted right this what you wanted right and i'm just like yeah you're like all right all right go write that paper get off the phone go write the paper and then you you then I also had people in my life that was telling me, oh, you doing too much. Yo, kids are suffering. You need to stop. You doing too much. Go take two classes. Don't work all these jobs. You doing too much. You, I'm like, And so I had the negative, but that negative energy was just like motivation. Like when somebody tell me I can't do nothing, that's like motivate me to prove you wrong. So I proved all y'all wrong. I still love y'all. And I know y'all was only standing that because y'all wanted best what was best for me at that time but i just needed that constant motivation but i still love y'all but i got my degree sure and i'm not doing too much right now but i did have all those people telling me like you're doing too much you just sit down can't listen to those people you got to do what's best for you and at that time i did feel real guilty as a mother every time i was around my kids i would fall asleep on them and it was bad, and then I would cry, and then they would. You ask my kids, like, "Where your mama?" They'd be like, "Oh, she's at work, or she at school, or she sleep." Damn! But that was the reality of me at that time at that time but you know that was my kids love me and the fact that yeah they saw me falling asleep they saw me um uh, ways when i would cry or throw my laptop because a paper ain't turned out the way i wanted to turn out they saw that all that they saw the frustration they saw the tears but they also They also saw me walk across that stage. And um, my kids were sitting by my best friend, Aisha, and then when they said their name, they was like, ah, they said my name, oh, that's my mommy name. So they saw me walk across that They saw me do that shit, and that's the goal in life where I want to always be a constant inspiration, a constant example of motivation for my kids. You know, it's okay for our kids to see us struggle because they, they gonna struggle too in life, but they need to see how we get through it. So I'm, my example is for everything I don't care. No matter what my mama went through, she always rocked that shit out. She always succeeded. She always came through regardless. So right now, at this moment you know i still got shit i want to do that just like my right now story so yeah i did it it was difficult but i didn't get up give up you know my constant motto in life is don't stop when you're tired. Stop when you're done. When you're done, then you can rest. When you're done. And don't let negative people and come comments stop you from doing it. You got this shit. Whatever anybody is working on at this moment, don't give up. Keep going. Keep pushing at it. Keep succeeding. Don't let nobody stop you. Don't let, oh, Um, I can't spend time with my kids. Stop you. All that stuff is temporarily. My kids love me. They get all my attention now because I work one job now. So when they when I um, when they around me they get all the attention. Now at that moment, you know they wasn't barely getting no attention from me because I was always either sleep, but I was there. I'm at basketball games falling asleep. I'm at Christmas plays falling asleep and everything. It was all bad, but it was all worth it at the same time. So. That's my story about not giving up. And I'm not done yet. I got more plans. You, I, Lynette will not take a seat. I I have a lot of dreams and, you know, I'm facing a little bit of obstacles right now, but I'm going to get through that shit just like I got through that shit, just like I did it. So let this, you know, single mother that was going through a divorce, that's 27 years old, had three kids two two jobs sometimes three a full-time student and she got that shit She rocked that. She got that degree. And it was hard. It was difficult. But I did it. So I hope y'all enjoyed this episode one of the Agenda Podcast. I hope I didn't sound so long-winded. I hope I got everything across. I hope my story inspired somebody. But this is the conclusion of the Agenda Podcast episode one. Don't give up. And remember... Don't stop when you're tired. Sleep. No, no sleep, team. No sleep. Don't stop when you're tired. Stop stop when you're done. And I love y'all. Watch me, you know, share my podcast. You know, give me suggestions and tips. You know, I'm I'm all for criticism. I I love criticism. So tell me what y'all think. And I love y'all. Be blessed.